Chapter 11 The Will of God Concerning Us The knowledge of God is obtained from His Word. The experimental knowledge of true godliness found in daily consecration and service ensures the highest culture of body, mind, and soul. This consecration of all our powers to God prevents self-exaltation. The impartation of divine power honors our sincere striving after wisdom that will enable us to use our highest faculties in a way that will honor God and bless our fellow man. As these faculties are derived from God and not self-created, they should be appreciated as talents from God to be employed in His service. The heaven-entrusted faculties of the mind are to be treated as the higher powers to rule the kingdom of the body. The natural appetites and passions are to be brought under the control of the conscience and the spiritual powers. The religion of Christ never degrades the receiver. It never makes him coarse or rough, discourteous or self-important, passionate or hard-hearted. On the contrary, it refines the taste, sanctifies the judgment, and purifies and ennobles the thoughts, bringing them into captivity to Christ. God's ideal for His children is higher than the highest human thought can reach. He has given in His holy law a transcript of His character. Christ is the greatest teacher that the world has ever known. And what is the standard that He holds before all who believe in Him? He says in Matthew 5:48, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. As God is perfect in His sphere, so man can be perfect in His sphere. The ideal of Christian character is Christ-likeness. There is opened before us a path of constant advancement. We have an object to gain, a standard to reach that includes everything good and pure and noble and elevated. There should be continual striving and constant progress onward and upward towards perfection of character. Paul says, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. See Philippians 3:13 and 14. This is the will of God concerning human beings, even their sanctification. In urging our way upward, heavenward, every faculty must be kept in the most healthy condition, prepared to do faithful service. The powers with which God has endowed man are to be put to the stretch. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. See Luke 10:27. Man cannot possibly do this of himself. He must have divine aid. What part is the human agent to act? Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Philippians 2, 12 and 13. Without the divine working, man could do no good thing. 
God calls every man to repentance, yet man cannot even repent unless the Holy Spirit works upon his heart. But the Lord wants no man to wait until he thinks that he has repented before he takes steps toward Jesus. The Savior is continually drawing men to repentance. They need only to submit to be drawn, and their hearts will be melted in penitence. Man is allotted a part in this great struggle for everlasting life. He must respond to the working of the Holy Spirit. It will require a struggle to break through the powers of darkness, and the Spirit works in him to accomplish this. But man is no passive being to be saved in indolence. He is called upon to strain every muscle and exercise every faculty in the struggle for immortality. Yet it is God that supplies the efficiency. No human being can be saved in indolence. The Lord bids us strive to enter in at the straight gate, for many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in, and shall not be able. Wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. See Luke 13:24, and Matthew 7:13 and 14.